This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. But you know what? They asked us not to read an ad, so enjoy the show, sucker! This summer... Is it, is it still summer? There's a week left. Okay. With only a week left in summer, one man has the balls to travel cross-country to the Mothman Festival. Actually, Derek Hayes of Monsters Among Us podcast is literally traveling across country, like across the country, to the to the Mothman Festival. He'll be at the Mothman Festival, so so he's the one with the balls. One man has the bazingas to travel half the distance of the country, just a a pretty long spat in the middle of it, at least. To the Mothman Festival 2017. This right before fall. Hold on to your butt places. David Flora of the Blurry Photos Podcast is coming coming at you. Recording on the road whilst driving. They're in a very intelligent move. To bring you Mothman Extravaganza and also fun times and also recording, hopefully talking to people who know something about Mothman and maybe meeting some uh, fellow podcasters and there's booths that he's going to visit and maybe he'll go to the TNT area. And there's a Mothman Museum. He'd love to get his hands into, along with the rest of his body. (laughs) It's called David Flora Visits the Mothman Festival and wants to see all the sights and talk to all the People, it's David. It's uh, it's it's just called the Mothman 2017 Festival. But not in that order. Hello, everybody. I am David Flora from the Blurry Photos Podcast, or of the Blurry Photos Podcast, or I am the Blurry Photos Podcast. I'm also a theremin. I've still got the announcer voice going. Uh, I have embarked on my journey to the Mothman Festival 2017. On the highway now, rolling with my homie, my car. Because that's literally lone wolfing at this time. (laughs) I, I, I tell you what, I cannot get away from the announcer voice. Literally lone wolfing at this time. Watch out. Because here he comes. He's like a wolf. But he, he doesn't like walking on all fours. Or he can't. Because he only has twos. So, looking forward to uh, to, to going to this. Obviously, I uh, hope to bring you guys some pictures and um, so, social medias whilst, whilst I'm there. And hope that I can find some good audio here to record for you. So that... It, it makes a, um, a fun uh, listening experience. Almost like you were with me in the car. Please don't pop out from the back seat. It'll end poorly for both of us. So I'm going to 
keep coming at you as uh, as as I get weird and um, and things roll on and if I think of anything and uh, this is a good time to bring up the old uh, episode of the Mothman uh, episode number two number two episode number two the Mothman. Um, you can listen to it now on our new iTunes feed, which has everything in it that we've ever done. So, uh, so pull that sucker out of the swamp, and um, uh, we'll see what kind of shenanigans I get up to. Looking forward to it. Ah, music break. File this under sort of weird. Probably not. Driving along and saw a couple of black helicopters. Probably searching for patriots. Globalists trying to weed us out. Take over our marijuana fields. Burn them down. Only source of income for some folks. Why don't you leave that stinky weed out of this? Just a bunch of Apache helicopters. Apache goblins. Searching for that goblin vomit. Anyways, I saw a couple of helicopters. No big deal, right? Driving driving through Indiana. And then like, I don't know, five, ten minutes later, I see a uh, plane, what looks like a plane, flying low on the tree line. And it wasn't where the helicopters were. It, it was flying kind of uh, parallel to the road on the opposite side of um, where I saw the, the choppers. And I was like, oh, that's, that's obviously some, some kind of plane. And, wow, it's pretty low. And it's also kind of small. And in this, the sun, obviously, right now is at an angle where it made it look like, you know, just a, just a, a solid cigar shape, which is funny. But then I saw it kind of do a little dip and dive and, like, turn and start a barrel roll. But... It didn't do an actual barrel roll. What I'm saying is, yeah, I saw wings. And then I thought, well, it's low enough. <laughs> I'm trying not to, to cross into the other lane or off the road when I'm, when I'm looking at this thing. But um, I was like, that, that's that got to be some kind of drone. Uh, not, not one of these little ones that you can throw out in the backyard and go up. It's bigger than that. But uh, I don't think it was the size of a even a small... Uh, plane and it uh, it it, like curves around and kind of heads off actually towards where those choppers went got smaller and smaller and darker you know like I basically it got to the point where I was having trouble finding it of course I again I'm trying to drive saw another plane with some chemtrails kind of heading towards it throwing out their goblin vomit in the air and then I just you know lost it Turned my head to the road, turned back, and couldn't find it again. And clouds kind of came in. I couldn't even find the uh, the the chemtrail plane at that point. Anyway, the point of this story is that there is no point. It's just funny how it's like, ah, oh, black helicopters, and then it's like, oh, what what the hell's that? Actually, what I did was I tried to. It, it kind of floated in one place, but I think what it was doing was flying directly away from me or from my position and and it made it look like it was floating in that spot but again I lost sight of it 
not long after that. So I'm, I'm just kind of putting two and two together and saying it flew, it was flying away. And um, I can see how people would, if you only catch a, a small glimpse of something like that, especially, like I said, with the sun reflecting off of it and it's cruising along low and especially when you've just seen helicopters, I, uh, I can see how people would kind of be like, this one I'm chalking up to a drone and, and hell, it could have been a small plane, like a, a small private, uh, plane. Somebody was just flying, you know, maybe there's an airfield around there or something. Like I've said before, we are terrible judges of size at distance, especially in the air like that. So, in a way, that's a story. Um, I, I watched it, especially when it was when it looked like it was kind of floating there. I watched it, hoping to see it just sort of, bam, take off and, and just f***ing cheese it like an aircraft shouldn't be able to do. But, alack, I saw it not. So, yeah. There you go. Stuff that happens in Indiana while you're driving. <laughs> That's that section. Great Sage Siri, wouldst thou help Thor find a petroleum station? can help you find train stations if you turn on what? location services. Wait. Go to location services settings. Train. Siri and dictation and allow location no. access. No. Siri, Thor does not require a train. Thor would simply like to put some petroleum in his vehicle. Canst thou help him? Him being me. I can help you find gas stations if you turn on location services. Go to location ah. services settings. Right. City, uh, how does Thor turn on location services? Thor has no idea how to work such a magical device. Should Thor get a sorcerer to cast runes so that we may uh, uh, partake of these? These services of location? Should should Thor get a seer, perhaps? Would would that be easier? Let's see. Okay. I found this on the web for go to four turn on location services for has no idea how to work. Subject budget group device should fall get a sore throat to Custer so that so that we made up of partakers of these services of location should trips for kids at Sierra. Perhaps what would that be easier? Kids at Sierra? What? Siri? Thor, Thor said nothing about this Custer, nor his kids at Sierra. Siri, art thou as wise and sage as the tales make thee out to be? Here's what I found on the web for Call Vales, why is it Sage Avenue? Palos McPhee out to be. Vales? Palos McPhee? Who are these people? Siri Thor is beginning to think thou art mad. Truly, what canst thou tell me about the Mothman? Looking. Okay, 
I found this on the web for what Country Bell tell me about the Moth Mat. Country Bell tell me Moth Mat? No, Siri, the Moth Man. Tell me about the Moth Man. Here's some information. Oh, uh, you, you have shown Thor the Wikipedia page for Moth Man. Very well, I suppose the Wikipedia page will do. However, Thor is driving right now in this stately carriage that needs a petroleum station, so here we are, Siri, back at the proverbial first square, as it were, where Thor has no knowledge of where to locate petroleum for his chariot, nor does he know anything about the Moth Man. Perhaps thou art tired, Siri. Perhaps. Thor should let thee rest. Thou knowst too much, and sometimes tis a hard burden to bear. So Thor shall strike out on mine own, and discover what secrets these hills of Kentucky hold. Hopefully petroleum, and information about the Mothman. Fare thee well, Siri. Until next time we meet. I can help you find counseling services if you turn on location services. Go to location services settings. Scroll to Siri and dictation and allow location access. I, I told you, Siri, I have no clue what you're talking about. Just got into Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, and I definitely getting a small town vibe that is very crowded right now of course it's uh, about rush hour on friday i'm gonna try to find where all the shenanigans are gonna go down so they've already set up uh, a lot of the tents and things they're getting it ready uh, as to be expected the night before a huge festival and they've got a lot of main street closed down so had a hard time trying to find some parking but i did and I'm about to go see if I can get in the Mothman Museum early because I am just guessing that it's going to be slammed to the mat like a power bomb tomorrow by the thronging hordes of Mothman fans. I guess it could be a body slam by Randy the Motho Man Savage. But we'll see. We'll see. It may, it may already be crowded. There's a lot of people already just kind of milling about. Not a lot of action happening, but I see a few tables that are set up, and people are definitely walking around. Uh, I, I expect this thing to just explode tomorrow, so uh, we'll see. Uh, so I am here with Brett from the Mothman Museum. Um, Brett, has it just been crazy already for you guys? Um, yes. Usually, um, it's really busy in the summer anyway, which a lot of people don't think it would be because it's such a small town. Sure. But um, yeah, the weeks leading up to the festival is really they're really busy. But today, it's been um, usually it's not so busy so early. Sure. But I mean, I got here at three, and it was already town was pretty packed. And wow. last year, it didn't that didn't start happening until a little bit later, but. It gets bigger every year, so yeah. it's it's been 
crazy already, yeah. And, and it's the 16th year of it? Yes, the 16th year of the festival. How long has the museum been here? Well, the museum, this is the, um, let me think. The museum has been around for, I think this is the 11th year, but we used to be up the street, but um, this will be the third year that we've been in this building okay. and right next to the Mothman statue. Yeah. Yeah, so actually the grand opening was two years ago, the grand opening in the new location. So this this weekend is like three years since we moved. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great location for you. Thank you. Uh, so what are, what are you guys expecting? Anything crazy? Is it always just a fun time? Or? It's. I think it's always a fun time. I'm not really a crowd person, and it's my favorite time of the year. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the guys from Mountain Monsters are here. And so yeah, around. you he, can. He is a mountain monster himself. Yes, He's I huge. agree. So <laughs> that's that's wild, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, but just usual stuff. There will be people in costumes. Yeah. There's usually a giant inflatable Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man that makes an appearance. Um, there's a hayride out of the TNT area, and they fly. There's a, a the Mothman that's hanging in the gift shop of the museum. They're actually going to take him down because they fly him over the hayride oh in the evening. So. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's, it's... That is a lot of fun. It's definitely interesting. And, and I mean, this has got to be great for the town, too. Oh, right? it is, like, yeah. If... Uh, there are some locals who don't acknowledge it at all. Sure. And I think that if everyone who lived here would... Because the festival's already huge. Last year, there was between ten and 15,000 people. Holy cow. Yeah, and if the... Um, if all the locals would just, like, participate and acknowledge it and embrace it, I think it would bring in a lot more money for the town, but it's great for the town as it is because oh, yeah. there's not too much that happens here. <laughs> well, I bet. But yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is great. I've I've watched it for a few years. I we did an episode on Mothman when we it was our second episode. That was in 2012. Oh. And yeah, I've I've known of the Mothman Festival for a long time, and finally getting around to to getting to it. So yeah, uh, I've watched it kind of grow. It, it seems like it's grown online. So yeah, yeah. it's grown a lot. I, I remember when I was little, I was terrified of all this when I was little. Oh, yeah. I've I've lived in the area my whole life, but um, my parents always helped Jeff with the festival, and they helped the first few years when it first started. And I just remember you know, being two or three years old and you know seeing it you know like it wasn't huge but it was still it was pretty big because nothing really happens here and now it's like i i would have never nobody could have ever imagined that it would have grown as much as it has and it's it's been awesome that's neat do you get into the stuff uh like paranormal kind of things cryptids besides Uh, that not too much i I mean, my job, I, get, I see a lot of interesting stuff in my job, definitely, because, you know, the low hotel across the street is also supposedly haunted. Oh, really? Yes. Um, this that's thing why, right Yeah, here? the hotel right there. That's why a lot of people actually stay there. They try to ghost hunt during the Mothman Festival. I don't do, I don't do too much myself, but between school and working, I don't really have much time. But yeah. it's, it's stuff that, even if it's not anything I necessarily believe in, I still enjoy it because I love how excited and how much fun people can have with it. You know, right, it's right. it's. I love it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's kind of what we we do too. Like my uh, my partner and I that do the podcast. We um, it's not that we necessarily believe in everything, yeah. but it's always fun to learn about and it especially is. like the folklore behind it and yeah, just you know, monsters yeah. are fun. Yeah, we have people come in from you know they'll be from small towns too, and they're like, oh, we have a monster just like Mothman in our town, or we have a monster that doesn't fly but it's more like bigfoot you know just yeah. it's i can hear all kinds of small smaller stories like you know mothman started as a small story you know nobody oh, yeah. knew about it except for the locals and it's really it's really interesting we hear a lot of cool stuff yeah it's interesting to hear that uh, not everybody embraces it but then again i i wonder sometimes like 
do some people think it's um, in bad taste? Yes, you know? that's that's part of it. Like um, some, I even have some relatives that just they don't like to acknowledge it because it's like, oh, people will think that we're just a crazy hick town. I'm like, well, if people think that, then people think that, but nobody does. Oh, you yeah. know, they think everyone does, but they don't. And even if they did, who cares? Because more people like it than dislike it. It's oh, yeah. it's a lot. Of, it's you, you important. Know, I, it's part of the history. It it is like it's a weird thing to think that people will make fun of them. But then again, we hear stories all the time of people seeing UFOs yeah. and being afraid to come forward with yeah. them because of ridicule. So I don't know. It, I, I can understand it. And I also wonder, do some people think that maybe it's bad to profit off of like a, a disaster? Um, or is it more just they're worried about being ridiculed? I think it's people are more worried about being ridiculed. Interesting. There aren't too many, not too many people are like, oh, well, you shouldn't talk. Well, that is part of the reason the locals don't like it because, you know, we talk about the bridge and, you know, yeah. a lot of, it's still hurt. The town is still hurting from when that happened. You know, like a, yeah. a lot of people around here were affected by it. You know, they had friends or, or family who died when the bridge fell. And so a lot of people don't like to talk about it. But um, it was just, it was a, a bad time in the town's history. Yeah. And it was also the 60s, so it was kind of just a bad time in general <laughs> but yeah it's it's not all the locals but um it's for the most part there's support behind yeah. the festival and mothman but it's there, there is some controversy about that oh man wow. <laughs> small town stuff always yeah. always drama small, always yeah, that's drama. exactly what i was going to say <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I hope you guys have a have fun with Thank everything, you. and and it all goes well for you. I'm gonna be like uh, just putzing around here in the next yeah. couple of days and checking it out and have fun. Uh, do you have any uh, tips or do's and don'ts or advice Ooh. for people who come to it to this? Um, if you're doing anything, you have to wait in line. Get there early. Okay. Um, especially kind of why I was hitting the Mothman yeah. Museum. Yeah. Especially yeah, the museum, the line. Oh my goodness, we usually have a line at each door. And you can wait anywhere from, like, 15 minutes to, like, four hours to get in. It's crazy. And then last year, the, the Mountain Monsters guys, they were they were down the street, and the line was, like, I want to say it was five hours. I don't really remember. I didn't, I didn't wait in the line. But, yeah, yeah the, if you have to wait in line for something, get there early. Good and advice. also, if you're going to do the Hayride, get in line for the tickets early because the hayride and the tour because that's something a lot of people like to do oh, yeah. but um hay rides are great since everyone likes to do them it, the, the tickets go away like really fast is it just but, one one cart that that takes people around or is it like a like every hour or something uh the hayride that is that's only on saturday evening and they do it they do it multiple times i okay. think it's just one but um i haven't i haven't done it in a long time but um they, it goes for from about seven to 11 i think so they do quite a few trips and the tour uh, i'm not sure how they do the tour anymore because we used to have a bus that we used for the tour but our bus um suffered electrical issues and has bitten the dust so i don't know how they do the bus tour anymore but it's it's another hayride it's kind of just not advertised (laughs) (laughs) anything people should know about the uh, museum um it's really cool it's worth it's worth the pay it's worth the pay to go in yeah but yeah it's um Everything in it is real. Some people are like, I don't think any of that stuff's real. I'm like, well, if it looks fake, like the costumes, you know, obviously it's not really Mothman, it's a costume. But, you know, they'll come in, they'll be like, there's stuff from around the world. They'll be like, is that really from Japan? Like, yes, it is really from Japan. Like, is that really from the movie? Like, yes, that is really from the movie. That's why it's in the museum. Wow. But 
funny questions. Oh well, people are funny. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to us, Brad. Thanks I for having it. me. Yeah. That's fun. Cool, man. <laughs> So, it was a good idea to go to the museum uh, early. Uh, not only did I get to walk through without it being too crowded, uh, and, and they have a ton of stuff in there, everything from notes that uh, some of the witnesses wrote at the very beginning of this whole story, to costumes of Men in Black, life-size Mothman, uh, uh, props from the Mothman prophecies and, uh, you know, d different newspaper clippings. Uh, really interesting to look at the newspaper clippings talking about the disaster, you know, just that's that's the crux of this thing. And a, a disaster happened to these poor people. And it's interesting to look and see how they actually dealt with this besides all of this stuff about flying monsters and UFOs and all that stuff. Uh, but then they also had newspaper clippings about the professor that put forth the idea of the Sandhill Crane being what people could be seeing. It struck me a little odd, because what if this guy didn't know what the hell he was talking about? Yeah, he's a professor, and he's probably one of them eggheads from Harvard. But, like, basically the paper that I read, the article, was just saying, yeah, this professor said, oh, that sounds like a sandhill crane to me. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe it struck me more because I feel like that is the closest explanation to uh, an, a, an actual creature than, than any of the others that we've gotten. Of course, it's what in competition with like interdimensional being or alien or monster. <laughs> so... So yeah, that's that's probably going to be leading that pack. Anyway, just funny that some some ass some maybe maybe that some guy maybe maybe he's an asshole just being like, hey, that's that kind of sounds like this bird. I don't know. Looks looks yeah. I could I could see it being a bird. Could be a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Road thoughts? <laughs> Question mark. Well, anyway, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, and something I found out before I came up here, you'd think I'd do my research on this, but there are going to be uh, guest speakers that are coming out to talk. A couple of names you might recognize. Lyle Blackburn is going to be here of Beast of Boggy Creek fame. Rosemary Ellen Guiley, who I'm real excited to, to hear talk. One of the descendants of Chief Cornstalk apparently is going to give a talk, and I'm real excited to see that and hear uh, hear what she has to say. Uh, and if you'll remember, Chief Cornstalk was uh, part of the Native American curse aspect of the Mothman legend, where he was um, basically massacred uh, when he was trying to negotiate peace uh, by some pissed-off, drunken, idiot, frontier white people. <laughs> And then he, uh, whilst dying, cursed the town for a hundred years. And then people have been like, well, this is probably part of the curse. Because you can't have a good American legend without having some kind of religion curse on it. Don't say engine in America. What up, Bill? 
I am recording and I'm in the car. Oh. <laughs> so, I was just wondering if you started your road trip. Yeah. Oh, That's hilarious. Yeah. I like that you said I am recording right off the bat. And I was going to head off some horrible <laughs> thing I was about to say. You got to put it out there because otherwise you're just a big <laughs> sack of no. bildos, whatever that yeah, means. No. Oh, that's awesome. I'm speaking from uh, my lunch break at work. Thinking, I was like, man, I'm trying to I really wish I was on that road trip. We would be getting so damn weird in that car right now. <laughs> Dude, I, I am driving through the fine communities of West Virginia right now. I have already been to the museum. I just came from there. Whoa, well, so, uh, how was it? How was it? It's great. It's great. It's a, it's... Uh, small, but it is jam-packed with awesome sh- Oh, that is, you know, that, I went to uh, Roswell once forever and ever ago, and it was the same thing. It was like a smaller, the museum was small, but it was so full of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I got some, got some good <laughs> so, pictures. Uh, I, I, I gave the finger to my social anxiety and, and asked one of the employees to do an interview, and she was great. So, nice. yeah, man. Off to a good start. <laughs> oh, that is kick ass. Okay. Uh, man. Uh, okay. Uh, back to yourself. Uh, let's see. And just for your mental, just for your mental preparation, I think you know what the next question will be then. <laughs> I, I think the coolest thing, well, there were a lot of cool things in the museum. I really uh, enjoyed looking at the articles that that came out like right after and all the and and even before talking about the mothman uh, i was just uh i just did a recording saying about uh, talking about that where i was like the guy who basically threw out the um theory that that the sandhill crane was was the uh perpetrator i i thought that was interesting a guy named abe jones and he was the father of Alex Jones. <laughs> it was, yeah, uh, it was Artemis Jones, uh, <laughs> lid blower. That's too cool. <laughs> That's too cool. Of <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, it was it was like some professor, and it, and and he was like, yeah, that just sounds like that sounds like a Sandhill Crane to me. <laughs> Literally, that was like uh, just about it. I mean, he went on to say, you know, oh, it's got coloring and stuff that matches, but. Yeah. I do love that, that yeah, like, that, that from the get, from day one, there was someone going, oh, guys, hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is an actual thing, people. But um, had some cool articles and um, a lot of cool little, like, uh, knickknacks, some um, Japanese kaiju type uh, toys from Japan. Um, I mean, Dude, I, I hope you got. I hope you got something for Mark Soloff from that show. You know, it was all. It was all in the museum. It wasn't for sale. You just stole it then. Let's 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 start this. It. Let's start this recording again, shall we? <laughs> 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 um, but they I, they even had a Mothman Lego figure. Now. Bear with me. This it was assembled. It was it was put together out of someone's imagination, which I appreciated because in the picture that I made to announce that I was going to this thing, uh, I put together a Mothman figure, and it was it was pretty similar 
except that their wings were like black angel wings and mine were like the the uh-huh. bee wings and uh, they gave it wolverine claws oh. yeah this is a lot more menacing than than my figure well that's me that when you get back home you got to get like a tiny m16 ferraris because we're gonna win this war oh don't worry i've got plenty of little m16s at home i'm pre- <laughs> i'm a lego prepper and I've got a tiny little underground bunker. It's got tiny little drops of dry chicken stew. <laughs> that would be the absolute best Lego set is the Lego prepper. <laughs> so far, it's been been great. Um, I think it's going to really explode tomorrow. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, once you get the, the, the weekend has arrived, everyone's yeah. Yeah, coming I'm... out of their potholes. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm really glad that uh, that I went to the museum early because uh, Brett was saying that yeah. they have lines out the door for it. So, oh, oh yeah, get this. There's going to be uh, some speakers that are that are going to be uh, uh, well speaking tomorrow right. and Sunday, and um, they have uh, Lyle Blackburn who uh, wrote Beast of Boggy Creek, and. and yeah, and, and is uh, an up-and-comer uh, in the old paranormal stuff. And now, can, can you sing the ballad of um, Johnny Crabapple? Oh, yeah. Just to see if maybe we can get him back on can't, board. Just sing it to him. Can't yeah. every American? <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Johnny Crabapple. Why are you oh, going way, on no. that canoe? What? Yeah, that's, a, that's another song from the country album. Oh, God, yeah. I'm glad that we yeah. at least have the titles. That th- those yeah. juices are flowing. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> so, so tomorrow it's just just festive, just gonna fest it out. Just just festing it out, just festing it out. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, and, all and right, then, man. You have yourself an excellent evening. Keep get, getting weird, and uh, give me a call back. Alrighty, uh, alrighty. Uh, we'll, 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 I, I, wanna, I, I don't want to interrupt you when you're in this uh, 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 investigation, which right. is what we'll call it now. Um, <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any requests? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I do want you to try to interview one of those mountain men. <laughs> cool. All right. Talk to uh, you later. Well, uh, continue on fun note. Know that I'm jealous as all hell. <laughs> all right. Eat your heart out. <laughs> Stugat. <laughs> All right, later. Mothman Festival 2017. Day one, officially. Last night was day zero. I've made it to the Mothman Festival. Horror King is just as I expected. Almost non-existent. I've parked under some sort of railway bridge or trellis. I have no idea if this is legal or not, but f*** it. It's time to go try and see what kind of hijinks I can get into. See you out there, America. Alrighty, I am here with Zinger and Ellie from the Zing This podcast. Uh, guys, what do you think of the festival so far? Uh, it's been a lot of fun so far to be here. I mean, I've seen a lot of different stuff. Um, the statue is really cool. I did the 5K earlier. I nearly died, but oh, I got a I got a medal and a shirt. That's right. That's what you. So, oh, and a banana. They gave me a oh, banana at the, the end. The most important. The most important thing. 
Um, you got a participation award. Yes, I did. <laughs> Which was the banana, coincidentally. <laughs> that's what they're that's what they're doing these days with the kids. Everybody gets met, uh, uh, really upset are you, with trophies. Oh, you tried. Have a banana. Yeah. Way to go. Um, yeah, you guys. Um, we've been walking around here and checking things out. There's there's a lot to see. Yes, there there's is. a lot to hear, like motorcycles. Even though even though we've been here for a while, you yeah. guys you guys really still have yet to like dive into no, the yeah, thick we, of it, right? We we haven't um, crushed our wallets as yours has been. Oh my gosh! Yet, so I, I think we're about to head into that 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 factor right now of just completely devastation of our wallets <laughs> with all the awesome stuff they have, and I'm and I'm really looking forward, and I want to try to sneak into the Mothman Museum to get the Batman yes. S shirt. I'm, 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 I'm doing awesome motion. This, this is great for an audio thing. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's really, <laughs> you can probably hear it coming through the, the audio, his, his motioning. But there, it's like got like the Mothman wing out, like Batman for yeah. the symbol, and it says Mothman across it. I, I was there last night, saw the shirt. I was, I didn't get it because I got a, a festival shirt instead. Yeah. I might have to swing by there and, and grab it though. It's it's too good. Too it good is to it up. is too for for being a super nerd and fan of the paranormal. It, oh, yeah. it is it is the ultimate combination of the two. And the the name Mothman, um, you, which you you guys loaded up on podcasts about Mothman coming up here. Yeah. And you probably heard that uh, the name of the the Mothman came from Mary Hire and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killer Moth. Yeah. In the early, early Batman. Yeah, way comics. early. Way cheesy 60s Batman era of stuff. And, I mean, that, that character still floats around, but I it, it's just really it's really cool because from a pop culture reference, I mean, the Mothman did come from a pop culture kind right. of narrative, comics per se, but it also, I mean, the Mothman also involved, you know, stuff like UFO sightings, yeah. Men in Black, Injured Cold. Yeah. The Mothman itself. I mean, it's such an interesting thing, and to be here and see it all firsthand, it's really cool. Yeah, they they really uh, have a cool thing going here in Point Pleasant. Now, um, Killer Moth. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, wasn't he like dressed all in like hot pink? And, yes, and his original green? character. And actually, on the um, if I remember correctly, on the Lego Batman game, which yeah. Ellie, you're you're a fan of the Lego Batman. Oh yes, I love that series. When you get him in the Lego Batman game, he is his like classic super colory version of yeah. himself. So, I guess it was just had to be the name, right? I mean, yeah. she probably didn't read the comic and be like, "Oh, a, a dark, uh, red-eyed um, humanoid figure must be Killer Moth, that hot pink guy running around with Batman." Must must be that technicolored moth character from Batman. <laughs> right. They look identical. By the way, I'm colorblind. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't see out of my right eye. <laughs> oh, terrible. Well, what are you guys uh, looking forward to the most uh, uh, getting into the thick of things here? I don't, I'm looking forward to the bus tour tonight. Uh, surviving oh, yeah. the 5K and living and, the rest of my life now. So you, <laughs> you're living on easy street now. Oh, yeah. I, you, I have survived the 5K. <laughs> yeah. Kudos to you. Um, yeah, you guys got the bus tour going tonight, and it's yeah. going at what? At to the TNT area? Is yes. that right? And we, we got the night one, so it's going to be in the dark. Yeah. So maybe That's we'll see exciting. some red eyes. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. Hear uh, a sound. <laughs> a sighting and a tour at the same time. That'd be perfect. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you continue on in your exploration, and uh, good to talk to you. We might hit you back up before we i mean it, it's just the start of this yeah i know we're, so this is kind of day one of it i mean it's two days but i mean day, day one so i mean yeah, yeah. 
Funny I guess we will see you in time. That's right. All right. Right now I'm on a tour bus with uh, Zinger. Yo. Who convinced me to go on the uh, the TNT tour. It didn't take much. It really Might have been at gunpoint. Might, might be some ransom involved. <laughs> There's no shortage of places to get a gun around here. <laughs> might have been at Moth Point. At Moth Point, yeah. Uh, the might Flash have been at Moth point. point. Might, might have been at Point Pleasant. Oh. oh. Look at this guy. He knows See, what's I'm up. good at puns. You're, you're, you're right it. there. You're right there. <laughs> You're supposed to do them at the end of the trip, but it's okay. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, if we make it. <laughs> right? We, we signed we, waivers. We had to sign a waiver to get on this thing and go out here. I don't know what, what the waiver's for. I mean, it's called the TNT area for a reason, I guess. I, I just feel like wild, <laughs> I feel like wild, Wiley Coyote antics are about to ensue. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if I see a box labeled Acme, I'm, I'm done. We're, That's it. we're all done. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to go on a, a tour of the TNT area. It's 8.30 at night. Um, we wanted, uh, uh, Justin wanted to get the nighttime tour because yeah. it's, it's, it's spookier spook, there. Spoopers. That's, that's, that's how people saw the Mothman. It's at night. I need to I mean, experience the way they did. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're a man after my own heart, yeah. Justin. That's, this is the only way we should do it. I uh, was talking to somebody earlier today, and said I thought about coming out here last night because you know I, I buzzed by the museum and then I was like I should go check out the TNT area and he was like no uh, everybody was there last night really like it was it was crowded and so huh? no no regrets now we get to see it with uh, somebody telling us what's what we're with a tour group yeah so that means we're gonna be picked off one by one. Oh yeah <laughs> wait Let's see. Let's let's find the hot people. <laughs> Put them in a group. Yeah, because they're they're gonna have sex first, and then they're gonna once get when someone off. says, "All right, we need to split up, gang." I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope." Yoink. <laughs> That's right. Yoinks. Staying on the bus, climbing up in these uh, air aircraft uh, overhead baggage bins. That's how big the bus is. <laughs> um, how far are we traveling? I'm nervous now. Oh, yeah, how fast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please prepare for takeoff. Yeah, off country, bus. country road, take me home. Really fast. Down the road. Um, yeah, so doing doing okay so far? Yeah. Enjoying it? Yeah, yeah I'm not scared yet, at least. <laughs> I like that that's your uh, litmus test. <laughs> I'm not going to beeper it yet. No, we're going to... I guess get the stragglers on the bus and then take off and uh, report back how how it is or how it was. Maybe some infield stuff. Or or maybe this is uh, the last time you'll hear from us. I mean, if, we did say we. If, if if you find these tapes, please put this out on a podcast. Tell my wife I love her. Also, there's a there's a, a Tardis magnet in in the car that she can have. That is hers. <laughs> She'll know what to do with it. Right. <laughs> right. So we just got back from the uh, tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I got shushed. Yeah, we, 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 we both got shushed. We got shushed because we were cracking wise <laughs> yeah. on the bus like a couple of jabronis. 
Yeah, it was basically like we we went on a charter bus to the TNT area. They told the story of you know Mothman, and then told us a little bit about the uh, igloos that were out there. And we got off and went inside yeah. an igloo. Uh, thought about recording. I don't think the audio would have. Oh, turned it, out it, it had well. weird audio in there. Yeah. Um, Kind of wish I'd at least tried, but hey, regret's the hardest thing to live with. So next year, next, next year, next year, I'm not paying for that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we uh, we we came back. Uh, so we had to walk basically down an old muddy road. Road, yeah. Uh, to Which I'm get... assuming was service roads for sure. when the military was or had stuff out there. Yeah, and then um, uh, and we you know, luckily. I had flashlights on me, so we we were able to see where we were walking, and um, that was that was about the creepiest parts. Just walking into the field and into the did you notice there was a ton of people that were not with our tour that were kind of hanging out and being around there? And yeah. you said the night before that you were going to go out there. I'm like, I kind of like being with the tour group. Not that I'm <laughs> not that I'm a scaredy cat or anything, but it's like being out there would be probably uber creepy. Right. And everything. Plus, they they were like, "Oh, by the way, if you hear any blood curdling screams, it's oh, just the yeah. just a hayride." It's just a hayride. Yeah, and it's like, to what now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's it's just everybody dying mate? on the hayride. <laughs> yeah, you want mate? You want mate? <laughs> um, so we we went inside the igloo. And they told us about uh, basically yeah, what what, it, what, what it did, what it did, why they were designed that yeah. way, and everything. And it's interesting. The most interesting part. Uh, was learning that there were over a hundred of them. Yes, that that blew my mind when they said, they're "Like, yeah, there's a hundred of these." And I'm like, "Do what? Yeah, how? Where?" So when we when we say igloo, it's just a little uh, like cement dome. Yeah, just building. out in the middle of the wood. Like we would seriously walk through some woods and into it. And I mean, they're they're covered by trees and stuff. Right. So there's not something that sure google earth you might be able to pick them no, out here well, and there but it's not something you'd see instantly I'm, I'm trying to think of what size to compare them to hmm how big do you think that was um that's a good question i feel like half court of a basketball half half court it may it may have been just about that size. Yeah, yeah. about about if you take half of a basketball court. Yeah, but, or but make it round, maybe, round it, round right, it. round round it off. It was all round, or even like maybe from the three point line into yeah. the face line or something. But uh, I mean, there was a good what about forty of us in there. I would say yeah, forty of us in there, and it's not like we were shoulder to shoder. Oh no, there was plenty of room. Other. Yeah, but um, so then we came back out, got on the bus, and uh, drove drove yeah. back. It was it was pretty short. I I was kind of disappointed with how short it was and what we. Got, it was cool information, and I'm kind of. It's one of those things I was told to do the night one because it's creepy because it's at night. Yeah. But now I'm like I kind of want to do the day one if I do it again, so I can actually see where we're at because you couldn't see anything. I yeah. mean, you had like I said, there's people wandering around. This like are they with our group or not? I don't think they were. Yeah, but that's we're, probably we're the way to do it them, next year if yeah. uh, if anybody decides to go out and. I mean, get get you somebody who knows what they're doing, but yes, you, please I, I don't please know. do because <laughs> it, it is out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and we talked to a couple of very nice residents who told us a lot about the, the yeah very history and the Mothman it. Festival and uh, a lot of cool stories about what they've mm-hmm. experienced. They and what their family have, has experienced yeah experienced a lot of paranormal stuff out there and just had a bunch of cool stories. And of course, I didn't have this running. 
because oh. I'm a I'm a jabroni now. Yeah. Now yeah, exactly. I have yeah, become yeah. the jabroni. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, fun fun times. And now we uh, now we got to make the trek home and uh, come back and do it all again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just got back to the Mothman Festival 2017, day two. This is Sunday. Got here a little later than I did yesterday, and parking was a little easier to find today. I'm guessing the crowds will be a little thinned out. Of course, church is going on right now, but real fun day yesterday. I tell you what, I'm a sucker for all these booths and the things that people sell at these conventions. Uh, I do it with Comic-Cons, I do it with these paranormal conventions. It's, it's the art that gets me. I love people's art on these things. Yesterday I got quite a few cool things. Uh, a guy was taking those old uh, paintings that you know, you'd get in a, um, a thrift store. Look, kind of look like uh, lobby art, things like that, and, and painted cryptids into them. And I actually got a goat man. He's like a sad little goatman walking through the field. I got I got a couple of Krampus patches and pins, little enamel pins. Got a, a Mothman, a Flatwoods. Like half this stuff is obviously for me because I'm I'm a greedy little goblin. Full of goblin vomit, grabbing all that goblin loot. And half of it is going to go into the miscrypted prize pack next year. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So it's really cool with the vendors, lots of stuff to walk around and do. And yesterday I was busy all day. Like that was, that was one of the things I had said going into it that was worrying me is that I'd make a pass and be done. Well, uh, it, it could have happened, but the, the cool thing is they had speakers going on through the day, which I, I'm sure I've said this a million times by now, but uh, I got to see Rosemary Ellen Guiley speak. Uh, Lyle Blackburn speak, and a young man that, that we met actually at Mensa, Colin Schneider, who has started down the path of researching cryptids and uh, anomalies in the world uh, at the ripe old age of 16, and we'll probably try to get him on sometime to, to see what all he's found. Had a really great presentation uh, about different weird cryptids, and I got a lot of ideas for Miss Cryptid next year, and uh, it, it was just a, a fun time. Now, I had a couple goals coming to this festival when I found out that some some big names were going to be here. One of those goals was talking to Rosemary Ellen Guiley and seeing if I could finagle an interview with her. And I might have done that. Uh, I, I was able to talk to her yesterday and told her that, you know, I wasn't crazy which is a great way to introduce yourself. But uh, she might be interested in coming on doing a spot with us, which would be totally excellent. Uh, she has written a ton of books researching all kinds of topics from gin to uh, now the Chicago Mothman humanoid sightings that are going on. She's a, she's a real well-read and, and interesting person, I, and I'm excited to have the opportunity to speak with her more, and I think you guys will really like hearing from her too. Uh, she's a big name in the field, so it it would be a, a, a big get for us. That was that was one goal. My other goal was to do the same thing with Lyle Blackburn, who has written The Beast of Boggy Creek, 
and um, he, I think he's been on Expanded Perspectives with our buddies Cam and Kyle. He's a big up-and-comer, um, talking about the Falk monster and the Southern Sasquatch and all, all that kind of stuff. He's also full of uh, great information. I want to try to talk to him and see if he'll come on uh, at some point. So that's the, the, the big goal for today. Also meeting up with Derek Hayes at some point from Monsters Among Us podcast. That'll be fun. Uh, David Weatherly is here. Um, also a big name. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll be able to, to wrangle him into any kind of interview or not. I don't even know if he does interviews that much with podcasts, but he's given a speech. Going to go see that and, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Um, it's not easy for me to, uh, go up and, and ask these people for stuff. And it's, it's dumb because the worst they can do is say, no, get out of here. You freak. Um, and I don't think they're going to do that. The only, <laughs> it has happened once, uh, and some of you may know, because we've hinted at it, I don't like to broadcast it, because, I don't know, I'm not at the point where I'm just all about talking people <laughs> all over the place. Um, but it may happen one day with, with this one guy. Anyway, you can, you can ask me about that when, when we meet and have a beer together at some point. But yeah, today, still lofty, lofty goals and uh, uh, an added goal of not trying to spend more money, which I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to be an easy goal to achieve. But also yesterday, went on the um, bus, to, the nighttime bus tour to the TNT area with uh, Justin from Zing This. Uh, we had a lot, of, a lot of fun. Like he said, we got shushed on the bus because we were bad boys. Making making too much noise, making fun of everything we heard. <laughs> but it was it was all right. Uh, I don't know if I would recommend it to to folks um, uh, coming to the Mothman Festival in years to come. That's uh, me being honest and also my opinion. So grain of salt that one. <laughs> anyway, gonna head out here, and get into the the festival day two. Um, see what kind of trouble I can get into. So I'll talk to you soon. All right, so uh, found Derek Hayes from Monsters Among Us. Um, Derek, you, you just rolled into town today. It's Sunday, obviously. Um, what do you think so far of what you've seen? I, I, I got to be honest, I wasn't sure what to expect here. And uh, it's pretty amazing. There's a lot of great vendors set up here with uh, some amazing artwork and, and literature and and uh, I guess there's a good food scene. I haven't found that yet, but we just watched uh, David Weatherly speak on Black Eyed Kids. That was pretty amazing. And the town, I, it's got a little bit of creepiness to it. I don't know if it's all the mothmen running around or what it is, but there's there's a little oddness going on here that I'm trying to put my finger on. Oh, that's cool. I know um, Justin uh, was here like 2 a.m. Friday night, oh, yeah. like running around. He, he definitely was like, "Yeah, there's some weird stuff." The the hotel that's across from the Mothman Museum is supposed to be haunted too. So interesting. I yeah, might have to poke in there and drop my card off or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, and we're actually we're standing here talking right at the memorial for the Silver Bridge, um, where the the bridge went over and connected across the the river there. So. Yeah, it's, uh, the David Weatherly talk was uh, was good. It's fun. I, I thought it was interesting how he kind of started out like uh, all up in arms about skeptics. I was like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, he, he went in hot and heavy <laughs> on the skeptics. But. Uh, so I'm probably going to be rolling out soon, um, but you guys are going to stick around a little bit and 
keep yeah. checking things out. And yeah, we're here for a couple more hours. I, I got to find some of this food everybody keeps talking about. And, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, buy some things and, and probably hit the old dusty trail. Anything, um, any, any other goals that you have? Uh, or did you have any goals coming in? Well, I wanted to see the statue, which you got to see that in person. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure who the artist is, but they did an, an amazing job. Uh, we walked through the museum, and that was that was pretty cool. There a lot of a lot of reading material there. Uh, basically, I just wanted to soak in the atmosphere, and and I'd love to see what the town looks like without the crowd. But I think point, I'm yeah. gonna have to wait for another time for that one. Yeah, yeah, I have to roll through. Not around the festival time, because. I think it's definitely like carnival atmosphere it's type. Definitely, yeah. 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 But it's it's great. But if you want to try to get that creepy vibe, I feel like you need to come out here like ten o'clock on a Tuesday or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a nice nice place. People have been very friendly so far. So um, yeah, it's a, so far so good. So I'll beautiful you, weather too. I'll, it has I'll point been, that yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you you guys get back to it and. Uh, uh, good talking to you and good to meet you finally. Yes, yes, likewise. So finally put the face to the name. Exactly, exactly. All right, we'll catch you later. All right, thanks, David. Day two, wrap up. As I roll away from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and the 2017 Mothman Festival, man, what a good time. If you're able to make the trip or around, I recommend going. It's a fun time. Lots to see, lots to do. Plenty of t-shirts, big names, people selling books from local folklore and and tales from the surrounding area to uh, big names, like I said, Rosemary Ellen Guiley and uh, Lyle Blackburn, David Weatherly. Um, So, like Derek and I were talking about, we... uh, we saw David Weatherly's uh, presentation together, and um, yeah, he it was supposed to be on black-eyed kids and flying humanoids, uh, but he decided to forego the humanoids aspect and focus on black-eyed kids. And it, it was basic uh, crash course in BEKs. So he he just basically spent the time talking about uh, encounters and describing them kind of like uh, what what we did on our episode and even told some stories which uh, I recognized I think there was uh, one encounter that we included on our uh, extra sode that we did with Bl- uh, black eyed kids stories that was uh, one one of the month's extra sodes for patreon about a black eyed kid actually getting in a car with uh, a woman and her son uh, but I, I did. I found it uh, very interesting that he he kind of started off his uh, lecture by talking about kind of how dumb skeptics are. <laughs> not he didn't say that skeptics were dumb, but he definitely does not have a fond place uh, in his heart for skeptics. I do not think making fun of of questioning and basically making. Um, skeptics apologists for why things could not be uh, black-eyed kids or explanations uh, of certain things so found that uh, interesting coming from uh, a viewpoint where you know I love to hear about this stuff and uh, and I also like to keep an open mind about it uh, while still trying to be rational and figure out if there could be anything that explains these uh, before 
explaining them by way of supernatural entity or extraterrestrial or something that uh, that we don't know how to explain yet. So, anyways, but he's uh, he's written quite a number of books and been on shows and things, and glad I got to see him talk. I did not uh, talk to him personally. I'll save that one for next year or next conference, or or maybe I won't talk to him if he's uh, so up in arms about skeptics, because he would probably view us as uh, skeptics and and not taking it seriously. But I did accomplish my goals today. Um, first thing I did was just run up to Lyle Blackburn and just start goblin vomiting all over him. <laughs> Poor guy, he was kind of like dazed. Like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I, I just walked up and introduced myself and uh, told him that he helped uh, in the research for the Falk Monster episode and I uh, asked him if he'd be willing to come on, talk to us at some point. Got his card and stuff. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe look forward to hearing from uh, Lyle in the near future. Um, and also, I, I touched base again with Rosemary Ellen Guiley. Uh, got, a, uh, got, got her latest book, which is on dogmen and werewolves, which I thought, hey, that, that sounds cool because we, we really haven't delved into that that sort of stuff a lot. It's been mostly uh, cryptid, uh, miscrypted contestants like Beast of Jivadon and uh, the uh, Beast of Land Between the Lakes. And um, have there been any others? I, I'm not thinking of any right now. But uh, yeah, so thought that might be a good topic uh, to have her on to talk about. It might be fun. Uh, so maybe look forward to that if we can get uh, the schedules to align. So that's the real loot out of uh, these cons and um, and festivals, in, in, in my opinion. And uh, I hope you guys do want to hear from these people and the, the bigger names in these industries. Because it's always fun to get someone who really devotes all their energy to researching the stuff and, and finding new stories and encounters and relaying them because um, you know like I said Dave and I are normal men everyday men we enjoy the stuff and, and want to learn more about it but um, we also become temporary experts for a week and then move on and these people devote their lives to uh, finding out more and getting to the bottom of it and in, in most cases, and then uh, exploring some of the weirder theories and, and just seeing, you know, what where it lands for them, which, you know, some of them may have some pretty out there uh, views or explanations that, that they settle on um, for paranormal activity and anomalous phenomena. And um, part of it is, yeah, they're they're appealing to a, a, a wide audience of people who want to believe this sort of stuff, but also part of it is the amount of research they've done, they put it all beside each other, if you'll, if you'll follow me on the metaphor, they, they put all that research next to each other and kind of whichever whichever scale ends up being heavier, that's, that's the way they tip towards. So not trying to make excuses or apologize for them, but uh, they are uh, 
a lot deeper in it than than Dave and I get. So um, that's why I'm, I've always wanted to eventually be able to talk to some people, and, and it's fun. It's just fun to hear uh, some of the stories that you just you can't find in a week, if that makes sense. Uh, let's see, favorite part of the festival. Um, I'm gonna take away the the vendor tables. Uh, from the equation because I've, I've already gone on and on about them and I, I, I have a real problem when it comes to uh, uh, spending money on uh, weird art. <laughs> so, so let's take that away. Um, I think it's a twofer um, and I'm, I'm going to cheat because I'm making up the rules on the fly so I'm going to pick two. I liked being able to be right there at the Mothman statue, getting my picture taken. And I liked attending the presentations by people that I have uh, heard about or heard on other podcasts or like Coast to Coast or read books by them um, for years and years. So that was fun to actually be there for that. But yeah, I, I, I do recommend going to the festival absolutely make it out there and and have fun with it. Saturday was bigger, uh, more of a crowd, but also more booths were open and more vendor tables were there. Uh, Mothman Museum, worth it. Uh, The gift shop there is great. The uh, museum itself, like I said, had tons of cool stuff that they collected over the years, including articles and uh, knickknacks and comics and uh, art and memorabilia from the uh, Mothman Prophecies film, which uh, I think Derek has a connection to, and I forgot to ask him about that, Um, but uh, see, Derek is is pretty connected to uh, the film industry out there in LA, and uh, I don't don't think he worked on uh, that movie, but uh, I think he might have known the producers of it. Anyway cool stuff. Uh, people were very friendly. West Virginia has been uh, great to me. <laughs> so I, I recommend uh, going to West Virginia just in general. Uh, things I, I do not recommend. I don't recommend taking the TNT bus tour. At, at least I didn't quite feel like it was worth the price, let's say. If, if it were half the price it was, I think I would have been fine with it. Uh, it, it was cool to walk into one of those igloos where they stored the munitions. I guess I was just kind of hoping they would uh, take us around a little bit more of where things happened. But you know what? Maybe they did. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, very few places that uh, anything actually happened. Uh, an- another aspect, you, you hear the tale of, of Mothman and the, the very core... Um, story that goes along with it. You, you, you're, you'll hear that often if um, if you choose to do anything uh, like uh, besides walk around, um, like go in the museum, go go to a, a lecture, go on a tour. Uh, so you're going to hear that story a number of times. And the funny thing with it is that. The details uh, don't always stay consistent, and some of them didn't line up with uh, the research that Dave and I did back in the day, uh, which is 
really not not saying anything. I mean, who are who who are we? And, and especially on our second episode, what the hell did we know what we were doing? But I feel like I remember uh, certain certain little details that were different than hearing them uh, this time around from people who were giving giving the tours and, and lectures. Uh, one example is the story of Indrid Cold, who, as you might remember was the uh, entity or being that stopped Woodrow Derenberger uh, on a road outside of Point Pleasant as he was going home one night, um, apparently getting out of some kind of craft and, uh, and walking over and, and talking to Woodrow at his car. And Indrid Cold had a like creepy Joker-esque grin on the whole time and asked odd questions and was also, from what I remember in, in our research, I feel like we had found that he was wearing some kind of shiny green metallic looking suit. Not that the not that it was made of metal, but it just looked like a, a shiny metallic. It, it puts me in the mind of a um, how you get the car paint that has sort of a sort of a glitter to it when you're right up close to it. It's not just a solid, flat color. Um, and, and it being kind of green with, with this guy. Now, on the tour, uh, they gave a pretty different uh, encounter, pretty different account of, of it. Um, even going so far as to say Injured Cold was a Pleiadian wearing a silver suit and looking fabulous, basically. So... You know what? Uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Again, I, I didn't read uh, uh, John Keel's work on it, and and that maybe that's where the discrepancy lies. But uh, just a little interesting tidbits like that. Overall, I, I had a blast. Fun time coming down here. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, basically coming with me. Um, I, I, I definitely, like I said, recommend if you can uh, get here or are around the area and it's not uh, too big of a hassle, I'd, I'd say go go for it. Huge thanks to you if uh, you are a patron or have donated to us because that has absolutely made this trip a reality. So we are very thankful for that. Thank you. Uh, and if uh, you're not in a position yet where you can uh, support us monetarily, we couldn't do it without your listenership. Thank you. Don't forget, we have a live show coming up October 2nd, 7 p.m. at the Beat Kitchen in Chicago. Uh, Monday, that's a Monday, Monday, October 2nd. Uh, that's that's the night they gave us for the Chicago Podcast Festival. Um, so we would love to see you there if you can make it out. I will be uh, recording an episode with Dark Mark Soloff. And it's going to be for Blurry Photober, so it's going to have some spookies and more than its fair share of dookalies. I can tell you that right now. So please come out and see us live Monday, October 2nd. Say hi to us. We'll probably have fun stuff like stickers and pins and bookmarks. I don't know. All kinds of stuff. Uh, if you want to hang out, maybe we can get a beer together afterwards or something. Besides that, blurryphotos.org is where you can find more of us. Although the uh, the store has uh, bugged out in the mad push to get uh, to get the entire archives in one feed, 
the store became an innocent casualty. So visit blurryphotos.threadless.com uh, for all your merch needs in the near future. And um, I'll be working to get the store back up and running, at least for the, the stuff that we've got physically in stock on our end. Don't forget to get a free audiobook of your choice at audibletrial.com slash blurryphotos. They've got hundreds of thousands of books to choose from. So get on there, get a free book on us. Helps out the show, gives us a monetary high five, which helps out trips like this. Follow us on Twitter, blurry underscore photos. Of course, like us on Facebook. Thanks for pushing us over the second go. And please, if you could take a second, go write us an iTunes review for five stars. Five stars, just five stars. Anything less, move along. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just, uh, even if, even if you don't know what to say or, or don't have the time, uh, do a short one and just say something like pew, pew, pew. That's it. That's all, that's all it takes. That's all you need. So this week's iTunes review word is pew, pew, pew. Don't forget to check out the Chicago podcast cooperative. Many fine shows you can choose from on there that are all Chicago based and trying to make it in this wayward world. Uh, and don't forget to check out darkmyths.org, which includes such fine shows as Monsters Among Us with Derek Hayes, Rumor Flies with Ryan, Josh, and Greg Tilton, and many, many more fine, fine programs. So I think that's going to do it for this, uh, this fun little bonus. Thanks for coming with me. Hope you enjoyed it. And until the next one, but actually until the next episode, because I'll be back for the next episode. Sorry about your luck, sucker. I have been David. I like my points pleasant. Flora. Bye.